0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I'm Rodney. <laughs> I'm Jamal. Hey, what up, y'all? This is Vince.
1: And we are Under, under construction.
0: construction. All right, so uh, Jamal, how was your weekend?
1: Uh, Pretty good, man. <laughs> really? <laughs> What's going on, man? <coughs> um, how was your night? It was pretty good, man. A lot of fun, a lot of friends. Yeah. Uh, that's it, good music. Yeah, hey, that was it, huh? Right. Nice, wholesome, good time. Keeping it G rated, huh? it very wholesome and very G rated. Good time last night, man. You
2: had fun the church service? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vince, how was Man, it was the same way, man. It was great. It was <laughs> awesome, man. <laughs> that was it. Well, how was your night? Nah, no, it was it was good. I actually went out last <laughs> night. I had a um, I went to a game night. I had a friend who had a oh, birthday. Man. So, she invited everybody over for game night. But um, we had some problems last night. Uh-oh. And um, I'm waiting on the culture segment. let just say I'm waiting wow. on the culture oh, that segment. That sounds deep. Oh, I'm waiting oh on the culture segment. All right. right.
0: Kaiser, right. how was your weekend? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> it was just cool. The, the
2: executive producer had a cool weekend, y'all. All right? <laughs> he just he said it just was cool. It was cool. It was, cool. Just, it was it cool. just like that. All right.
0: All right. So, uh... We're gonna jump into our back-to-back winning season segment. Uh <laughs> last week, uh somebody was a little bit salty. His name was uh,
1: Reggie Bush. Reggie Kardashian. Yeah, Reggie <laughs> Kardashian <laughs> Bush
0: married lookalike Kardashian Bush. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. So uh basically him and uh Colin Cowherd uh Turd,
1: uh is known in these parts. Okay,
0: he uh they, they the even the evil minds
1: came together. Okay. Well we, I was about to say, what a hell of a combination. <laughs> Hating combo, yeah. so
0: so they came together and basically bash Cam Newton. Uh, basically, he said that Cam is not like MJ, not not a great great guy because he didn't he didn't play on a bum shoulder. He would have played, MJ would have played with a the fluid. I'm like how, okay, fluid shoulder. So what do you guys think about that that whole like hate segment that? Cam <laughs> okay, kind of throws once a week about Cam.
2: Okay, here's my deal. Um. Football wise, I was always a Reggie Bush fan. I and I I was I was his days at USC, even when he was at the Saints. I I I love Reggie Bush as a football player. I don't think his NFL career ever got anywhere close to to expectations.
0: (laughs) Kardashian curse.
2: And I've always felt sorry for him because of that. And when he left the NFL. He he's tried to become some sort of an activist, and I don't know if you guys have seen him on his Twitter account and whatnot. But he said a few things that's got him in the hot water quite a few times. And I look at the Cam Newton comments, and I'm wondering if this is just Reggie Bush constantly trying to stay relevant. And I don't know if you guys heard it, but uh, Josh Purcell responded, you know, from WFNZ. He responded. And if you guys haven't heard, I listened to it again this morning, and I completely wholeheartedly agree with everything Josh had This is like
0: one of the first times I ever agree with Josh. Josh, It doesn't happen too much. It doesn't happen too much. (laughs) But
2: I agree wholeheartedly. But now, here's the deal. The interview that he did. With Colin, mm-hmm. if you go Google it right now, it's been taken off the internet. <laughs>
0: wow,
2: it's been I was ta- looking for it again yeah. this morning because I, find it. Because I, I was preparing for this pod to talk about it, and you get that copyright message that has been taken off. Wow, so I wasn't able to hear everything, but I was able to hear enough. The thing that really pissed me off the most about that segment was that he said that Cam Newton is focused on too many things other Man, football.
1: Coming from a guy who dated a Kardashian, Cam is the one focused on too many things, too many others.
2: So I'm gonna now. Now I'm Ooh. I'm running Ben on the tangent right now. So Jamal, my apologies for no, taking so long. Please go. But on, let me brother. let me run off a few things right quick. Okay. So this is Reggie Bush's career by the numbers. Right. I got it right here too. Reggie Bush played <laughs> ten years of football. <laughs> Right Now, if we're speaking regular season only, that's a possible 160 games, right? Mm -hmm. Out of those 160 games, he played in 134 of those games. Mm -hmm. Of those 134 games that he played in, he started in 96 of those games. So out of 160 possible games, he started in 38 games less than that, if I did my numbers right. Um, Cam Newton has played in 123 out of a possible 128 games in his eight-year career mm. of those 123 games that he's played in he has started in 122 of those games so
0: Let me get the
2: somehow some way cam newton is is not focused on football enough but he has played in all but five games that he's possibly been able to play in.
1: Through a bum shoulder last Through
2: a bum shoulder. Through the, the car accident. He was in a truck that flipped over multiple times and was back two weeks later.
1: And through just some general pain. Like, I mean, well, Fractured back. Fractured vertebrae. And,
0: and he won a playoff game, if I'm not mistaken. Now, in the
2: division. Now, I want to throw something else out about uh, Mr. Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush has a very dubious stat that I do not think will ever be touched again in the history of the NFL. What is that, Vince? Reggie Bush is the first player since the NFL merger, which is 1970. And for those of you listening, 1970 is not 30 years ago. It's almost 50 years ago. Okay. He's the first player to have a minimum of 10 rushes. Throughout an entire season and finished the year in the negative of rushing yards. Wow. An entire season. Okay? So now he played he played 13 games his last year. Zero starts. He had 12 rushes, negative three yards, and one touchdown. Okay? Now, (laughs) after the season, after the season, they asked him, How do you feel about it? And he said, you know what? It really sucks but I, wasn't, I just wasn't given the opportunities this year. And if I was given the opportunities, I think I could have done better, mm-hmm. which is fair because you were yeah. in Buffalo, Right. however, comma. And that season, <laughs> Buffalo led the league in rushing yards. They led the <laughs> league in rushing touchdowns, and they led the league in, in rushing yards per attempt. And do you know what Reggie Bush did after that that dubious season with the uh, Buffalo Bills? Oh, what did he sure. do, Vince? He retired. <laughs> you got it, Jamal. How do I follow that up, man? I right. I
1: I, here, here's what I'll say to that. So there's a personality that's currently on ESPN that talks a lot about other uh, NBA players that, are, that were way better than him. And every time I look at it, I'm just like... <laughs> You just kind of like the my my, my face kind of balls up like Whoa, was Whoa. It, was he
2: Bobcat well well I think it's a requirement to have that on ESPN so please let us know which former player you're this talking Bobcat, about you, right?
1: no, former Bobcat okay For, right? oh, okay former, okay, former, former Bobcat <laughs> okay okay former end of the bench Bobcat Ryan Hollins has a lot to say about a lot of NBA players who were a lot better than him but the guy who said that Rado's better than CP3 yeah that guy okay, okay. that guy that guy and um so to compare this with Reggie Bush talking about former MVP winner, former uh, Super Bowl uh, contender Cam Newton. It's very puzzling, but I'm going to tell you why it's not that puzzling. Because it's safe to say that Carolina sports fans have a hate-hate relationship with Colin Cowherd. Yeah. Is that safe to say? Yeah. There's a segment of this fan base that kind of may, that may like Colin Cowherd. And we know what the reason is. Yeah. Colin Cowherd, for some reason, I think he wakes up every morning and there's a Cam Newton poster like posted <laughs> like above his mirror. And he just says, man, what can I say to just hate on Cam Newton today? And I, I believe this interview was very calculated. I think it was a combination of Reggie Bush wanting to stay relevant, Calvin Cowherd probably has some type of relationship with Reggie Bush. Hey, Reggie Bush, what you doing these days? Well, I'm just kind of driving Uber part time. Hey, you want to come on the show? <laughs> cool. All right. What, what can we talk about? Uh, Cam Newton seems to be a lightning rod topic. Let's do it. Calvin Cowher is probably like perfect. It's the perfect combination. It's like, I, I, I'm pretty sure they're probably holding hands while they were saying all this because it's like, I, I don't understand how somebody like Reggie Bush can say Cam Newton is not focused on football we just watched an amazon primetime special where the owner himself said cam newton's playing through this injury and there's obviously something wrong with cam newton's health we saw it for ourselves it's on film guys this is not our opinion you get what i'm saying so the audacity of this dude to question cam newton's heart effort whatever you want to call it is beyond puzzling to me
2: man and to caveat out for that um, this just came to mind. Le'Veon Bell actually went on either Snapchat or IG. I can't keep up with these apps these days because he's been getting criticized for doing things outside of football as mm-hmm. well. And he basically he's said... He's doing a lot. He, but he basically said, so what, do you guys think that we just wake up and eat, sleep, and take a dump, football all day, every Which day? Which is fair. We, yeah. we, we have lives. Like, right. like, like, for instance, like, what, what do you do for work, Roddy? Uh, work in a bank. <laughs> you're not, but but you're not doing anything bank related. No, 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 now. No, you're not no, doing anything no. bank related. Now. So like, God so God as knows. as long as you're doing what you're supposed to do as it relates to your professional craft, I don't really care what you're doing outside of that. As long as it's legal and moral and all that good stuff. Gotcha. So I don't. And what's worse about this situation is Reggie Bush is a former player. Right. Yeah. He's a, so for a former player to come out and say the things that he say like that's the most baffling part. You're doing but, the thing for cloud.
1: But when he specifically questions, because he questioned whether he thought Cam Newton was hurt or not. Let's uh-huh. not forget that. You get what I'm saying? To me, it's just like, dude, he was obviously hurt. What are you talking about? I I don't know if he, I questioned his heart or whatever he said, comparing uh, his situation to MJ's flu game. Again, man, we saw it on tape. The film is there, y'all. It's
0: MJ had food poisoning.
2: Yeah, MJ, and yeah. it wasn't he didn't even have the flu. But what, whatever, yeah. whatever it was, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, dumb yeah.
1: comparison. Let's not get away from the topic too and,
2: much. And and, and 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 my bad for cutting you no. off, Jamal, but getting back to the Cam Newton injury, a lot of people didn't see Cam Newton being injured or notice it until that six and two mark. Right. Yeah. right. But he was obviously injured before, way before that. Right. And I think he was injured. Um, as, as, as early as I think it was the Philly, the Philly game, game yeah. as early as mm. the Philly game, you know, um, 21 points in one quarter, but we'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah But yeah. he was hurt yeah. a lot sooner than <laughs> what he started getting the national attention for. It. So for anybody to say that the the only, the only time you could definitively say Cam Newton did not give a hundred percent was
1: When he didn't dive on the phone ball.
2: ball. And that is it. That is it. All right, so before we move
0: on, I'm going to throw some stats out there. Um, One player has the most touchdowns since 2011, and that's Cam Newton. Uh, So Reggie Bush, for his career, 36 touchdowns, (laughs) 5,444 yards. Cam Newton thus far, 58 rushing touchdowns, 4,808 yards. Think about that. (laughs) <laughs> that's 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 whatever
2: yeah maybe Reggie should have focused on more stuff during his career yeah <laughs> I don't know okay. all right so uh so uh this week uh training camp
0: started uh a few battles going on uh annual pilgrimage down to uh Spartanburg for the last couple of times coming up uh how do you guys feel about
1: the training camp thing uh I know mean, you talked about maybe going. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, um, haven't been, haven't been, but I'll I'll let Jamal take the lead on this one.
1: Um, I I haven't been for this particular training camp. Yeah, but I've been before. It's a very fun experience, man. Like yeah, you you get the you get the real deal. You you see the real preparation. You you see the intense battles on the field. Now, as far as this particular training camp, there's one thing that I, that's been on my mind all week, man. We're all Panthers fans, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we see this clip of Cam Newton throwing the ball 40 yards. We Look, man, we love the team. It's like, wow, okay, cool. He threw a 40-yard bomb. I have never seen people get so excited
2: about a 40-yard pass <laughs> in my
1: entire life. I, I just want to say that, man. Like, I, I don't want to hate on fans who got excited about this. I don't know if it's because... Cam Newton mm-hmm. looks healthy. You saw the end of last year, Yeah, and
2: I think that's coming back to the shoulder injury, yeah. You saw the end of last year. that
0: 20-yard ducks was ugly, man.
1: They were. <laughs> it, 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 when, when he, look, it, when he hurt his shoulder, it, the fact that he couldn't drive the ball past 20 yards was extremely concerning. But I think it's a little more than just Cam Newton's health and people getting excited. People love some football. Yeah, 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 People yeah. love getting excited about the Panthers. But this, but this, this segment is called back-to-back winning seasons because what we, we, never, had it, we, we never had man. We it. never had one. So my question is, why is it we get so excited about a team that's never had back-to-back winning seasons? Stop, stop, stop! stop. Like, you but you because because football we God, because stop. we had
2: a losing season last year, which means we're due for, for winning a winning season. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, it? yeah, yeah, <laughs> it has to yeah. So we can be really
1: positive. Been excited about one team oh, in this man. city right oh, oh okay oh, I, 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 I didn't know there were different rules i fell oh. right into oh, that right <laughs> in I, 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 I tried to get you Oh man, i just love to see our fans is really excited and positive about this team man it's a great <laughs> feeling dude i love when everybody in this city comes together and roots with the team man it's awesome and that, that, that
2: 40 yard bomb was the was the best thing I've seen all offseason, man. Oh man. Right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, so I gotta follow that, huh? Follow okay, me. So first off, first off, I just want to send out my sincerest, um, most heartfelt sympathies to um, Elijah Hood. Oh yeah. Uh for those of you yes. that don't know, Ooh, Elijah Hood showed up to training camp and um you know told his his family you know i'll see you guys later and then three hours later he wasn't a anymore
1: hey can you come pick me back up
2: <laughs> and um hey, if it's wrong of me to to present this in the way that i am hey i'll take the hit for it but i felt like he should have gotten a phone caller before so, you him, know the night
0: before
1: you know,
2: yeah that that i really felt bad for him on that hey jamal um
1: Thank you for coming to work. We gotta let you go. Today. <laughs> Why you call me I woke up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but to get to uh, to get the training camp, and what I'm looking for, there's uh, there's three different there's three hot takes that I've taken so far from the first mm-hmm. week of training camp. The first one is Shaq Thompson. Yeah. Um. I've 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 seen that he actually looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um. So far, this he's in a contract year. Yeah. So it's literally all eyes on Shaq Thomas Thompson. I think he's kind of gotten a raw deal because I wanted, um, um help me out, um, TD, TD gone two seasons ago, yeah, mm. and and now that he is gone. Shaq Thompson, it's it's really it's really a put up or shut up year for him yeah. because it's a contract year. And when when TD was uh, suspending those four games last year, he had his most productive stretch of football during those first four weeks. Right. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what Shaq Thompson will do this year.
1: They're um. A couple of weeks ago, uh, when we were talking about the Panthers' offseason, um, I, you know, when we got Daryl McCoy, one one thing I I highlighted was uh, I, I like the and not just because of talent, not because he improves us. I also like the sign because I thought that it should light a fire under mm-hmm. uh, KK and, and Don Terry Poe, especially Don Terry Poe. Me personally, I was pretty disappointed with the season yeah. he had last year, and, and KK short as well. So. Um, Don't forget Vernon Butler and Vernon, Vernon Butler too? So I say that to say, like you know, with training camp, that's the battle I'm looking forward to the most because that defensive line, in my opinion, was was the most disappointing out of yeah. out of everybody. And so speak, so those battles are specifically and, what I'm looking
2: for. Yeah, and speaking of a disappointing uh, defensive line. Everything coming out of training camp that I've seen is that Brian Burns is looking pretty doggone good right yeah,
0: now. Yeah, look, I'm with this one quick. Yeah, oh, Brian Burns yeah, yeah, yeah. is looking pretty good. on So
2: I'm I'm real eager to see that. And another not so popular Panther right now that I think everyone got exposed to thanks to All or Nothing is Effi um, Obada. If I Obada, Obada, okay, yeah, yeah. Obada. Um, there's been a lot of progression and growth from last year to now. And
1: his story is amazing.
2: Yeah, man. it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And, and, and I want to give a shout out to Amazon for highlighting mm-hmm. the story. I, we being Panthers fans, we knew about the story mm-hmm. already, right. but the fact that they decided to, to further highlight that, yeah. I think that was pretty yeah. dope. And um yeah, real big on him, but yeah. So for the most part, the defense is what I'm really looking at this year, Same. and so far, what I'm seeing is a, you know pretty positive things. And and one thing I'm
0: I'm looking at particularly is uh, the uh, wide receiver battle. Who's going to take that number one spot? Curtis Simmons has been looking pretty good, man. Uh, yes, he is. He, 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 he burned Jackson. Yeah yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other day, man, and I'm like,
1: you look know, how he's going
0: to take the top off the defense, man. You
1: know what, man. Every training camp I've been to, it's always funny because you'll see all you'll see the offense make a play, and then you start over worrying about the defense. (laughs) Like we're all excited to see Curtis Samuel perform and do something. It's like, all right, Dante, is that gonna happen when we play Michael (laughs) Thomas and Julio? And like, like you good, bro? Like, you know what I mean? But but that's what training camp is about, man. You see these intense battles, man, and and you love to see it on both sides. So
0: so so one thing that uh, got Panthers fans a little. Razzle was a uh, can't took a day off and 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 Will, and will took first team reps. Oh.
2: So, uh, I, I try to tell y'all. <laughs> so, so, it's, 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 <laughs> right, it's the future will. Right. Um, in my opinion, there's there's nothing to see here. Gotcha. Uh, Cam Newton is going into his ninth season into mm. the NFL. And if you mm. look at uh, Peyton Manning, and if you look at Tom Brady, the reason why those guys were and are able to have such long careers is because as they've gotten older, um, they, they rested a lot yeah. more, their load lightened up a little bit, and with Tom Brady, if you notice, he actually throws the ball, um, those short routes and intermediate routes, a lot more yeah. than he does the long ball. So today was nothing more, or or that day was nothing more than the Will Greer uh, fan club saying, hey, hey, y'all, it's happening. Look, <laughs> Look it's, at that boy. it's happening. It's, 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 it right all them number one picks, boy. It's <laughs> only a matter of time. Cam Newton, you better watch out. But um, honestly, there, there's, there was nothing to gotcha, see here. Gotcha. There was nothing to see here. I agree. I agree.
1: You kind of said the same thing I was going to say, man, because, look, man, it's breaking news anytime Cam wakes up and takes a dump, man. Like, that's where we at with Cam Newton. Anything Cam Newton does or doesn't do, man, it's news. But to sensible people who know football, and it's nothing.
2: Wait. Wrong. You know what? We're, we're going to go off topic here. I, want, I feel like I need to highlight this right now. Everyone talks about what Cam does or, or, or doesn't do. When Will Greer got drafted and they interviewed Cam with how he felt about the signing, mm-hmm. what did he What was his response in regards to Will Greer? I don't remember. I don't him. remember. He kind of
1: embraced it.
2: Well, yeah, he did. He embraced it. He said he, he's excited for it. He can't wait till Will gets here. Right. And and he, he he's looking forward to helping Will develop and all that good stuff. Melvin Gordon... In San Diego is holding out right now. He's holding out for a bigger contract. They asked Phillip Rivers, how did you feel about Melvin Gordon holding out? Did you guys see his response? No, I no, have not. Phillip Rivers says that it sucks that he's holding out, but we got a lot of running backs on the team. Oh. Wow. But the, the, the national narrative... On Cam Newton and his attitude. How come I didn't hear about that. And,
1: right, like, and, and, yeah. and, and. how Ooh. come that's not over all over my, my Facebook feed? Hey, man, hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey America
0: loves his man. I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I got a question for you guys. The NFL released their top 100. They're at number 50 right now. Well, 41. So Cam was at 87, and CMC was at uh, 42. Okay, too high, too low for Cam. Too high, too low for CMC. What's your thoughts?
1: I I say it's right, and I'm gonna tell you why I believe it's right. Because we have to realize, we have to uh, kind of keep. You have to realize that this is based on season to season. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying. And if we base it off of last season, and we look at the totality of the season, it's about right. Because it, what this list doesn't kind of take into consideration, like the list, is not gonna be fair. And what I mean by that, like we know Cam was hurt after week what, seven, eight, whatever it mm-hmm. was, and he performed badly because of it. Yeah. But that list is not going to say, well, Cam was injured, so we should we should rank him higher. It doesn't work like that, you know what yes. I mean? So th- the list is pretty accurate, in my opinion. Now, and honestly, you know, I I know we're not really talking about this now, but I can see CMC making a big jump on his list mm-hmm. next year because you, you look at him, he's going to be, like, really high on a lot of Fantasy football teams draft in gotcha. mind, but yeah, so yeah, and uh, pretty much,
2: yeah, pretty much co-signed. <laughs> uh, we 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 posted a uh, a graphic a couple weeks ago about the uh, Madden ratings because mm-hmm. I think Cam got what, like an 83, 84,
0: yeah. 83,
2: 84. and when you go back and when you look at his rating two seasons ago, um, and see how high he was, but if you take a look at Andrew Luck and look at his rating the year that he came back from injury. I think um, on Madden, he was he was low 80s. And on the top 100 list, he was like in the 80s as well. And now coming back this year, he's taking a big jump because yeah. he had a pretty good year. Yeah. So we don't like it. But to say I'm what Jamal is pretty fair. Like, I, I don't have any problems with Cam with coming in the 80s. And, and as long as he played the way that we know that he can play, because even though he was injured, he still – statistically speaking had a better season last year than he did during his MVP year so if he keeps that up he'll be right back top 20 well, like he was before he got hurt that's a good
1: point because I don't know exactly what his rating was his MVP year but I well, it was had to probably be like
2: 95 probably no, no 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 are you talking about before the year before
1: you know his, his MVP year whatever they ranked after that year. Oh, uh, so yeah. he was number one. Was number number one, one yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That just lets you know how it changes
2: from year yeah, to year. And going years. into last season, I think he was 23. Mm-hmm. I think it was 23. So, I mean, yeah. What uh, to he, do
0: about nothing. it? Is, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. good. Gotcha, gotcha.
2: All right, so we're going to talk about the uh, Hornet hit. Yeah,
0: buddy. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. Uh, in the segment we call the 10th pick, because that's what we always
2: seem to be.
1: <laughs> All right, so. Uh, My blood pressure was really normal until just now,
2: man. Let's get some positivity, baby. Yeah. Let's get this same on positivity. On the positivity train. woo
0: We got to be the agents of change. All right, so uh, <laughs> I have a statement to make. Let me see if you guys agree. So, Michael Jordan can pay Zion Williamson for a shoe contract. But he couldn't overpay for Kimber walking to bring talent in here. How do you feel about my statement?
1: <laughs> there are a lot of dumb statements I have heard. That's amongst one of the dumbest statements.
0: Why is it?
1: <laughs> I want every, everybody who may be watching, everybody who may be listening, without using Google, I want you to name the Jordan Brands CEO. I'll give you five seconds. It's Michael
0: Jordan, because he's the CEO, GM,
2: <laughs> and owner
0: of the Hornets. I mean, governor. And Grand Wizard.
2: <laughs> Everything. Michael. Um, Rodney. I love you, man. I love you. So, when I give you my response, um, this comes with nothing but love, okay? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I'm just echoing what I hear online every every day. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's how I
2: really felt. But... Next topic.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
2: Thank
0: you for saving me. Um, So Vegas released the over unders for the Hornets this year. (laughs) I
1: don't want to move on because I got (laughs) stuff to say. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Executive decision, I have stuff to say on this topic. Talk. I don't know how many times I have to say this on this on this show. (laughs) One more time people can't hear you. Let me look in the camera and say this. If y'all don't stop discussing Hornets-related stuff off of damn memes, I'm going to scream. A meme does not give you accurate information. A meme does not give you context, people. I, how many times do we have to say that on this show, man? Hey, a meme told me he owns prisons, dude. The meme's are always right. <laughs> I'm almost at next topic, but I just have to get that off my chest, <laughs> at, man.
2: I, I honestly feel like we, we 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 speak on the same topic every, every other, every week. other it's, week. It really seems that way. It, it's exhausting. It's very exhausting. But, we, we're, but here we to, we're here to help educate. We're
0: here to help educate.
2: At some point, at some point, you have to say, you know what? We we beat this horse enough. Let's try to find something else but, at some point. But the
1: thing is... I. I I can't let this stuff go because I feel like Will Roddy said we need to educate people. This is not our opinion, John. I, I
2: honestly don't feel like I have the mental capability to smart to accurately. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like I have the to accurately come up with a response that will that would be sufficive to the people who are upset that Michael Jordan can't sign Zion because we didn't have the number one pick, but he can sign him to Joy. Like, I don't. I, I saw this on Twitter. They're upset because because Zion isn't playing for the Hornets, but he signed to join. I don't like this. There's, there's this thing called a draft lottery, and, and 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 that dictates who chooses where. And we couldn't choose number one because we won too many games, so, so we were trying to go to the doggone playoffs, and that's why we don't have. So why did Michael Jordan sign
0: Kawhi Leonard? Uh, trade for Paul George or anybody. I'm so tired of it. The Hornets don't want
2: to win. I, uh, look, man. I'm. I'm. Uh, apparently, we're okay with losing. And until the season starts, I'm just gonna be happy with the media with, with the state of mediocrity that we're man, in. Over the past 15 <laughs> years, we've been the
0: worst franchise. And I'm tired of it. You have
2: fail at the fail at the fail, man. And I'm gonna stay positive, And I'm gonna say thank you for saying 15 years and not 30 years. Now, try yeah, me because again. there's two separate franchises. You didn't know that? <laughs> Can I can, I,
1: can I ask y'all a question? I mean, let me ask everybody a question here. Does the Jordan brand have a salary cap? Is, is there a salary cap that comes along? The Hornets
0: don't either because it's Michael Jordan. He's the GOAT. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: GOAT doesn't have
2: a salary cap.
1: Is, LeBron doesn't ever have one. Because apparently Michael Jordan, he sits down at the, at the negotiating table with Jordan brand prospects. Is that, am I right? Is that, just, that's not, he's not worst. Do, you, table, do you
2: guys know, do you guys know who is the uh, richer owner, richest owner in the NBA right now? Bomber. Bomber. Do you guys know who, wh- who falls last on that list? Michael Jordan. Jordan.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Wow. So it's just like, like he didn't have generational wealth like the other owners, and so he had to earn it from the mud. So shoe does shoe money doesn't even make you like the richest person okay, in the world. Let,
1: I'm gonna ask y'all one more question. If you own two businesses, if you owned a restaurant and you owned a sneaker store, are you going to run both of the businesses the same? Or it, are, are they if good? I'm the gold, I am. Let's move on. All right. So we're, we're
0: moving oh, on now. On, uh, so uh, the Hornets uh, winning odds were, were, were season odds were released by Vegas. Uh, the over under is 24 and a half. What are you taking the over or the under?
2: I think I'm right there. I think I'm Same. right at it. I Same. I want I want to say, thirty, but if we can only muster out thirty nine wins with the Kim Walker led team, I I don't know if I can if I can put my money on thirty. So I'm gonna go right there with the I I don't think we're gonna be a sub twenty win team like a lot of people been saying, but to say we'll be a thirty plus win team. Um, that would be a stretch. Same. That would be a stretch.
1: I, I feel exactly the same way. If I had to choose one, I, I would take maybe right under the under. I'm, I, I'd go 22 23, but outside of that, I don't see a lot of variation. I see like
0: 17 18, man. I, I just don't, honestly, I don't know where the scoring is coming from. Uh, Frank is gone. Leading Brent scored. Lamb and Kimba gone. I mean, Rosier is going to add points, but. but
1: here, here's the, Here's the unknown variable. Mm-hmm. And I think we all can agree on this: the young people, the young guys. True,
2: because like, we didn't get to see them as we full-time starters. So we,
1: we we get to see them as as full-time starters, as big-time men minutes out of necessity. And you know, we've been saying this for a couple of months now, man. Like those kids are gonna have to grow up
2: fast yeah. next year. Like spe- especially, you're not months. supposed to be positive. We've now, real quick, them. real quick. I know we're a little <laughs> bit early for this conversation. Yeah. But give me, what do you guys think would be a surprise next season as far as the Hornets are concerned? As
1: far as win total?
2: Um, no, or no, anything. as far as p- players showing up or not. Like, what what
1: um, unexpected surprise do you guys see? Easy. Nick Nick Batum returning to form before he signed a contract. That's easy. Oh that would be gosh. a shock.
2: I would give that to Marvin Williams because it's a contract year for him. But I could see Nick Batum coming back and having to research Man, that'd, that'd
1: be so great. Trey, yeah. mate, why do I – sense the same thing and me being upset about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're not really supposed to be upset at somebody improving. Nick Merton was going to piss me off really bad (laughs) if he comes out and balls out this season, man. That sounds
0: crazy, but... What would surprise me, honestly, if Malik improves his defense and becomes like a 16 to 18 point game score off the bench. That
1: would honestly surprise no, no. me at this point. Let me, let me, that would surprise me. Let, let me say one thing to that. It wouldn't surprise me if he became a 16 to 18 point scorer. It would surprise me if he became an efficient 16 to yeah, 18 yeah, point. Because yeah, yeah. No, 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 he's no, going to no. put up some shots, man. Yeah. But it's about whether he can be efficient doing it or not. Yeah. So gotcha. yeah.
2: And uh, I think my money is on Devontae Graham. I think mm-hmm. he's going to surprise a lot of fans next year. Uh, with him having increased minutes, I think he's going to surprise a lot of fans. This is really good to take care yeah. of the ball. Yeah, he plays. He plays, plays very. There. He yeah. plays very smart. He looks for the pass. He only shoots when he has to. When it's the right thing to do, I think he's going to surprise a lot of fans next year in a good way. But
1: um, you know, this is this is not really trendy for us to be sensible. So you know let's just go ahead and say we're going to be terrible with well, <laughs>
2: well speaking teams. of
0: no positivity, no positivity allowed,
1: allowed man.
2: speaking so of no on. positivity we have a uh, former Charlotte Hornet who did an interview earlier today and he's pretty upset because he feels like the NBA has given up on him so um I what want We're talking about I want to ask you guys what do you feel about it we're, we're talking about Jeremy Lin Former Hornet, he feels like the NBA is giving up on him. He feel like he has a lot left to give. How do you feel about that specifically? And then we could kind of move on to: uh, Would you want him to come back to Charlotte? Um, it's about
0: thirty years old. Uh, has been injured a lot the past couple of years. Uh, it's a point guard rich league right now, and I I understand like he didn't contribute anything to the to to the uh, Raptors winning the championship. And it's just like
1: To be fair, he didn't get time either though. I mean, but maybe for good reason. I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe he's not that good no more.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, as far as him coming with the Hornets back to the Hornets, I honestly wouldn't mind it as a like a third point guard mentor. Uh we know he can play some shooting guard as well. We've seen it here. Uh I'd be okay with it.
2: Uh for the league minimum maybe.
0: But I mean, I'm not beating down the door for them
1: for those Lofs again.
2: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And for those who, well, we'll do that later. Go ahead, Jamal.
1: <laughs> um, I feel probably I feel exactly the, the same way. Um, I've I, I said a couple of weeks ago I I totally I matter of fact the Hornets still need a third point guard. Yeah. I, I, we still have not signed a third point guard yet. And as far as that would go, man, I I would welcome him back in that role, you know what I mean? Um, as far as, you know, the topic at hand and the NBA kind of shunning him at this point, like Rodney said, man, it's, it's a point guard. You got a lot of young talent at yeah. point guard, you know what I mean? But at the same token, man, it's never a bad thing, in my opinion, to have that veteran presence as a third point guard. <clears throat> so with that being said, I get Rodney's points, but at the same <clears throat> time, I, I still think he, he has a job Somewhere he has a job here, in my opinion. If I'm the Hornets organization, I, I call him in a heartbeat, man. Just for for that role specifically. Now, some people can you know some people flip out for no freaking reason, but in that specific role of a third point guard, man, I'd welcome and him. And
2: I'm gonna be the odd man out here. First oh, and oh, foremost, oh, oh, I don't oh. want to see him in Charlotte. Okay. I don't want to. Um, I think Jeremy Lin has unintentionally. <sighs> Uh, burned too many bridges and I think he's worn out his welcome in also, the NBA because hmm. if you kind of if you look at his track record he has all he spent most of his career looking for the next best thing looking for that great high when we when we had that Jeremy Land playoff team here in Charlotte and I and I've been I've been constant about this topic Jeremy Lin was. I want to stay in Charlotte. 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 So he just got offered the money. Three, boom, go. Yeah. Huge contract. Huge contract. Too big of a contract. Now, unfortunately, he dealt with some injuries in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. which got him traded to Atlanta. And I think his playing time in Atlanta was yeah. very sporadic. Okay, and then what did he do in Atlanta? Hey, guys, I don't want to be here. Right. Buy me out. Right. And then he asked to be bought out, and then he ended up going to Toronto. And and that's not even speaking on his career before Charlotte. And I think he's just worn out his welcome because in too many scenarios, he's he's looked for that big payday.
1: That is a great point. And what I want to say to that is when if you're a perennial all-star, you can get away with that. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Lin may be overselling himself a bit. Mm-hmm. That's a good point though. I'm now, a, and this kind of
2: partners, this kind of man. goes. The reason I wanted to talk about this today, this kind of goes back to the conversation. If you were an NBA player or a professional player, would you be the type of person that you want to get paid as much money as you can throughout your career, or do you want to be that type of person that you might miss out on some money, but you get you you end your career at championships? Mm-hmm. Like, and and I think Jeremy Lin chose. Money over championships, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I fully support the players always doing what they want to do, I fully support them. That. Yeah, but you have to be willing to accept those consequences that may come with I it. I was gonna
1: say, man, but there you, you stole my point, dude. There's always a cost involved with doing business like that, man. Like, there's always short term and long term effects of whatever decision you, you decide to go with. And I think Jeremy Lynn is now, I want for lack of a better term, paying for the decision of chasing the next big thing. So, so
0: is it, am I wrong for saying this? The, the Harvard grad outsmarted himself.
2: <laughs> I like that. I like that. I don't know. I like that. It's
1: a good saying. Yeah.
2: And 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 you you probably, I think what happened was, I think he just betted on himself, and it just didn't work out. He, he had to gamble and pay off. And what, what he's going to have to do, um, he's going to really have to humble himself, and he's going to have to go to some bottom feeder of a team that has no hopes whatsoever. It's us. I don't want to come back here. <laughs> yeah. I was going to I was going to say Cleveland or possibly Sacramento and I don't know what their point guard situation is like. Well, I was going to use another team but I I don't want to I don't want him to come here one because he he's already been here and he had an opportunity to do so, but my mindset right now is on the youth movement. Yes. Yeah, sure. And if we bring him in Whoever at the one or the two, they're losing out on minutes. I, I'm all for the youth movement right now. Got
1: gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. We still need a third point guard. I just want to throw that out
0: there. <laughs> hey, man, it's, it's sparse out there, man.
2: Well, let's get, a, man. let's get a third point yeah. guard who will not bring an entire demographic of fans who care nothing about the Hornets <laughs> and solely just want him to get playing time.
0: Hey man, that's cool, man. Just as long as he doesn't wear those cornrows again. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna jump into our culture segment. Uh, we're gonna keep it in home, in state. Uh, the good folks in the nine one nine, aka Rollywood, uh, specifically Mister Stephen Malick, is kind of pissed off that uh, this like it looks like uh, Dave Tepper has the fast track to MLS. Uh, Stephen Malick is the owner of the uh, NC. Is it NCFC and Cary? Something like that, yeah. And the NC Courage. Yep. Uh, recently, he went to the Arsenal and uh, AC For- Foreign Tour match. Uh, I think it was on the 21st of July. Yep. When the uh, soccer thing was here. House we, of Charlotte. The House of Charlotte. The House of Soccer. House of Soccer. Sorry about that. You're good. You're good. I messed up, too. Um, when they came here, uh, and it was a, kind of a sparse crowd. Uh, it was very hot. It was like the humidity was like over 100 Um, He just said things like the stadium was half-filled, they do have beautiful grass, uh, (laughs) easy concessions. uh, So what's what's your message for for Mr. Malik?
2: Okay. In order to live in Raleigh or in the Tri-City area, is it a requirement that you have to spend your entire life complaining about the other cities? (laughs) I think so. Because I'm a Tar Heel fan. And I'm constantly listening and hearing and watching NC State fans always trying to put themselves on the same level as North Carolina, <laughs> and and they're they're not even they're not even <laughs> little brother to us. They're like distant cousins. And now here we have this guy Stephen Malik, and I went and I looked at his Twitter account, and he complains a lot. He he complains a lot about dumb stuff, but. Let me, I'm I'm going to throw this out there. Now, now, now Mr. Malik has been in Raleigh for at least 10 plus years. I can't Mm. find an exact date, but he's been here for a very long time. David Tamper has been in Charlotte for two years. And he already has uh, what looks to be a a straight line shot at bringing a soccer team here to Charlotte. So, why are you getting upset? Now, This this, you've had the opportunity before Tepper got here. And Tepper has come in in two years and done what, for whatever reason, you didn't do. You couldn't do. And now you're upset about it? And I don't understand the subtle jabs taken towards Charlotte about this. Like... Be happy, and then he took another shot because it's Bank of America Stadium, but there's another bank, um, Ally. Ally Bank, that would be affiliated with Okay, so, so that's a player move, so, yeah. So, and what, like, okay, so you're upset because people are actually cooperating with each other? Bless
0: his heart, I don't
2: understand <laughs> it. But now you mentioned something about the uh, the house of soccer game being um sparsely populated, and okay, so the the uh the soccer team or soccer club up in Raleigh it currently only holds 10,000 seats mm-hmm. right the the soccer game that was held here last week even though it was sparsely populated in the in the stadium there were 35,000 people there
0: it's pretty good so there's
2: 20 so so there was 25,000 more fans in the stadium than what you currently can can hold now I get it. If you're a soccer player and you're playing in the game and you see all these empty pockets in the stadium, you might get a little disheartened because it doesn't look like there's that many people there. You know what you do? Play. You 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 put you 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 section off some of the some of the stadium and, and it, you have everybody come down to the lower parts and have it be a I, little bit. I, I'd like to add. It was an exhibition game as well. And it oh and no and here's the crazy part. <laughs> now did you guys listen to the interview? I listened to the parts of it. Yeah, and he take was a lot. he was criticizing the lack of attendance during the soccer game. But these two teams that were playing, these teams don't even have massive followers. and they mm. still got thirty. Like this wasn't Mexico, right? And right. they still got thirty five thousand people into Bank of America
0: Stadium. So two, it was two weeks prior. There was a CNCF game with Mexico
2: there, and it was it was like sixty thousand people. I mean, I, I don't know. I,
1: that, that matters. It might matter matters who actually plays. <laughs> is right? Because there, there's been – and here's the thing, man. I don't have exact numbers, you know, because before we even start talking about MLS to Charlotte, I can't say I follow soccer a lot. But what I can tell you is in previous summers when we've had this exhibition game at the stadium, like I've seen it sold out like a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So, again, it just kind of matters who plays. You know how like there's a certain segment of fan base who can't wait for something negative to happen so they can pounce on it with a certain team in Charlotte. they take jabs at and you. And they take jabs at you. This sounds this one, sounds yeah, yeah. really familiar. Yeah, you know what and, I
2: mean? and 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 it literally just sounds like he had an opportunity to do something. He missed his opportunity and now he's taking shots at the person who 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 has the money
0: to do of who has the money to do so. I mean this is a bad look for for Raleigh as well to me. I mean think about this. Arthur Blank is the MLS expansion. He's the head of the expansion committee. Arthur Blank has a pretty good relationship with David David Tepper. If Tepper came across these comments, hey, Arthur, tell him no. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> pretty much, like, right. think, about, let's, let's think about this. Like he, he says that Raleigh's a better fit for soccer. I mean, Charlotte I- has Tom Glick.
1: I just Come want on. to know how so. Like, what makes Raleigh so much better for soccer? Oh, and I not know
2: why, only, I know why. When, and and i not only did he say Raleigh was better for soccer than Charlotte, he said Raleigh as a city was better than Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so Raleigh has more
0: of those like uh you know those those vans that those moms drive the soccer moms drive? yeah yeah so it, 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 like like carries the hotbed for it. So y'all travel to Raleigh. <laughs> What's that, 40 or 540, whatever it is? <laughs> they all travel to Raleigh every day and, hey, we, we, we as a family, we're going to play some soccer. That's, that's what they do every weekend. So, that's
1: pretty much what they do in Raleigh. Sounds like Hurricanes fans are not the only bunch of jerks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, man, hey, look, at the end of the day, the Hurricanes are the only team in the state that won the championship. I, I give them that.
2: And with that, we're going we're gonna to move on, okay? Now, earlier, I told you guys I had a little culture piece, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I went to um, I went to a game night last night and I played Uno for the first time in like Don't say ever <laughs> ten or fifteen years. Because it's so many variations of Uno, it's so many rules. I can't keep up with it. So I made a conscious decision not to play Uno. But against my better judgment, I played last night. Do you guys play Uno? Like how long has it been since y'all played Uno? It's been Uno?
1: about ten, five years, ten
0: since
2: years, since ten, fifteen years. Okay, if we sat down, and they were, we, were, we were speaking about the rules, right? One of the questions was, are we running trains? Pause. <laughs> are we run- In- Pause. <laughs> In Uno. Somebody
0: had a really good weekend. I'm married. I don't like those type of parties.
2: <laughs> I promise y'all this is G-rated. Apparently, you can run. Like, so, let's say I play like a one.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And let's say you got two, three, four, five in your hand, you can lay all of them down. That's a train. I, no, never heard no, of that. No. That is, I, I, I've, I've heard I, of that, but I never know like that. Apparently, this is what you do. This is this this is like normal in Uno now. No, now no. now they allowed you. They allowed us to stack numbers, but you couldn't stack colors. And when I grew up playing, I was able to stack colors. I thought this was the rules. So colors, yeah. Numbers? Numbers? They allow you can stack numbers. You can't stack colors.
1: That's preposterous. And
2: man. I appreciate I appreciate you guys responding the way you do because it lets me know because I don't feel as bad now because just I was the eyeball out last night. So there was a something happened last night I can't remember and I had three cards in my hand uh-huh. and they all were blue, <laughs> and I went Uno went out cocky as hell and like the whole table was ready to fight because apparently that wasn't right because it was a blue card on the deck right on the discard pile and I had like a blue 3 a blue 4 and a blue skip so I played all three cards with the skip on the top because they're the same color
1: that don't seem right that That don't seem right where are these people from
2: all man, over. A, all, no, I, I think <laughs> that's they from Charleston and, and <laughs> Beach. And, <laughs> no, they went to school at Clemson, most of no, them. They got me for Connecticut, man. Nah, it was, nah. it, and it was like some of the rules, some of the things that I saw last night. I'm like, you know what? This is my last time playing Uno for a long time. <laughs> I'm just gonna stick to my spades and. Maybe dominoes. that's something.
1: Maybe because we all haven't played it so long, that's something new that came about in the last.
2: 10 years. Ago, I, I don't know. That's so weird. Nah, that's, that sounds like some
0: 90s baby stuff. I, probably. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know, man. That's but it. I just that. I just felt the need. I, I felt like that we needed to talk about that. So I,
0: I got a quick question. So something inspired me what I saw this weekend. Jamal may have seen this as well. What is the difference between Northern and Southern women?
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to go first.
2: Yeah,
1: a, yeah Cause I don't know if I want to. Accept oh man, this yeah, is a little dangerous, man. I don't yeah,
0: know. so, I, so I'm, I'm gonna get mine.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: Southern women are more
1: passive aggressive.
0: They're better cooks,
1: and 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 I
0: love I love the accent. I, I love the different accents. Northern women are too like uh, <gasps> for me. I don't like that. <laughs>
2: um, I, for me, I, northern women live in the north. And so, All so,
0: crazy.
2: Southern so so women live in the South. And that's my only difference. I'm not, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. It safe. What you got, Jamal? He
0: going to play it safe too.
1: I'm speechless, man. Um, Northern women are more direct. Southern so women are more passive aggressive. Uh, got that. I so feel like Northern women are more fun. No. I do. I feel like you just don't good. like trap music, yeah, so you don't it. like trap. I mean, that's stuff that's like that. why I can listen to Nas with the Northern
0: one. And Nas, we listen to the baby in the car with you. Oh, stop it!
1: <laughs> stop it! I don't know if you caught that this week. Yeah, I did because yeah. <laughs> you sent it to me three times. So yeah, I did catch it, Ronnie. Thanks. Um, okay, before we I
2: get got, in man. trouble, yeah, right. um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the lead here, and I'm gonna move on to the shout outs. Okay? okay, go ahead. So, um.
0: Wait, got, wait, 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 real quick. Cause we got like ten minutes. Did y'all see the the freshman cipher? Yes, I did. Oh Well, I, I I only saw one. I only saw one. But
1: yeah. you saw the one with with the baby.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't. Okay. I mean, yeah. It's pretty decent. I, I yeah, I like it. He went it. for a long time. I liked it, yeah. Yeah, so the consensus is that he killed it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He yeah,
0: did. Okay, okay. I agree. And, he, and, and, and can we also agree that most ciphers are written?
2: Yeah, oh, okay. I agree. Okay, so people think you're supposed to just freeze. Yeah, no, the the cy the are written. Yeah, so um, his his was great. Uh, Meg Megan the okay. her Hers is cool. And those other two, the retire. other two, I'm not even going to acknowledge them. Boy, that not, was just terrible. That that was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and,
2: <laughs> and you
0: to write your verse. Before, so you know. well, you can't read. It's, those, <laughs> other, I'm sorry, man. Like those, get old man to grab you now.
2: Those other Welcome two were call, so bro. bad. Come those, on in,
1: man. Come those
2: in. other two were so bad oh that when the baby was doing his cipher, one of them in the back was looking in like, amazement. He was like, "Yo, like, rap!" Like, <laughs> and, and and it and it hurts me that that these musicians continue to get put on. I don't like. I I get it. I don't know. This the, is a
1: beautiful moment right now. <laughs> I feel like y'all are coming in. Right like,
2: come on, come on. No, I, I'm just not as demonstrative as you are. Yeah, we're but, not, We're not. But I, I I think there has to be some level of competency met before you call yourself an artist really? and put yourself out there publicly. What's that word you just said? Again? <laughs> Look, listen. I and, and I and I and like I know Rodney. I know Rodney. A lot of times. With, Coming here and he'll do like his little trap music stuff and, and all this I've never attempted to, to rap in any way because I know I would never take oh, it yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why I choose not to is because by ma- I feel like I would be making fun of the art and disrespecting the ones much. who actually put the time in. Really? And that's what I feel about when I see two of the four MCs on that cipher. Boy, that was so bad. It <laughs> was bad. I,
0: it just just we, we it's, it's you just skip it just just skip the all bag I, and watch. All damn. I gotta say,
1: man, as the resonant old grumpy uh, uh, music snob on this panel, I'm my heart is just warm right now, man. Like I feel like y'all are slowly but surely just and, no, and it's
2: not even that though. I mean, I felt like this always, yeah. But I think I, it's just easier for me to receive some of the music that you would choose not to listen to. It's it's almost like. I chose to change with the times. Yeah. You chose to stay back there,
1: I think. That is not fair. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is you agree so, with me? I, I agree. I <laughs> totally no, agree. I don't agree one bit. But
0: shout out to and and because he can rap too. Look, I like man. that kid. I, he's born in Raleigh. No, we give him a shout he
1: has out. Song with Anderson Park that is fire. I, I, I like that. What? Yes, I you like he in the twenty four? Yeah, <laughs> see, that's, see that's y'all <laughs> misconception. See y'all think uh oh, you just don't like anything made after nineteen ninety seven. No, 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 man. My battles are good versus bad. That is it. it. Ain't got nothing to do with when you made nothing, none of that stuff. It is trash versus real artists. That's it. Oh. That's all. That's all I ever try to preach, man. You, <laughs> You say the same things I say, but I just think I say them a lot more. Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and, and before we move into our shout-out to Vince because he didn't know Meg Thee Stallion is an anime nerd, and he don't like her. Rap.
2: Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. wait. <laughs> Hold on. Wow. Now is she a now, is she a blur for real? I think she or, is. Or did she just make that one? Treat? No, 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 no.
0: She is for real. I, I've seen multiple. Now,
2: just about that. now, here's the deal. Just because we have something in common doesn't mean I'm gonna automatically <laughs> accept her as an MC. You know because because she she's a dope artist she has she has awesome flow and all that good stuff but me i would still never promote her simply because of the subject because you don't like hot girls. because of the subject (laughs) i and and this isn't me trying to like denigrate hot girl summer in any way and before any woman looks at this and get upset i criticize male rappers the exact same way
0: Um, he does i'm being fair he does
2: (laughs) and i just feel like in 2019 trash to me I just feel like at this point with so much that we, that our community has been through musically, I just feel like we could be rapping about a lot better stuff, a lot more progressive stuff. So, but to speak about the anime, for those of you that that aren't in the wind, she made a tweet basically saying that she was watching this anime called Blue Exorcist and she was like, it's been good from jump. So I went and checked it out. Now, it took me about three episodes before I realized it, but there's two of them. There's two different animes called Blue mm-hmm. Exorcist, and I think one is like the prequel to the other. Mm-hmm. So the one that I'm watching is not the one that she was referencing on Twitter, but it leads up to it. Gotcha. And it's pretty good. It's pretty hey. good. I, I'm, I'm like 20 episodes in, bro. It's a pretty deep dive good. for real. Yeah, it, it's pretty good. So, and as soon as I finish it, I'll go in th- and the next one looks like it's some more. Adult version of gotcha. the one that, so like this one is kind of like the build up to what they really want to get at gotcha. and uh, it, it looked
0: pretty good alright we're gonna move to the shout outs I'm gonna, I'm gonna start first Uh shout out to Miami
1: that's it <laughs> Uh I got two shout outs Uh first shout out is the Elevated J uh, congr- hey. congratulations on your album being released dope um, album review coming in a week. Album review coming in a week. Hopefully you, you'll stop Hollywooding us and you come on the show, <laughs> man. So you all Hollywood. But uh, but shout out to him and his album, man. I've, I've listened to it a couple of times, man. Good job, man. Uh, second shout out goes to uh, uh, Sukasa. Uh, again, great a great event as always. Glad to see everybody out last night, and uh, that's it, bro.
2: Okay, so I want to give a shout out to a news station out in Texas. WFAA. I didn't care to go see what WFAA stands for, but if you type in WFAA, you would get a news station in Texas. And their news anchor, Cynthia Isaguire, was closing a segment talking about um Disney and Marvel. And she asked the audience, <laughs> she asked the audience, um, who was her favorite, uh, who was their favorite Marvel character. And she followed by saying that her favorite Marvel character was Superman. Oh, and then she followed that Superman line up by saying, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Dear WFAA, <laughs> <Hey, hey, hey. laughs> I am not in the market for uh lobbying against people getting fired but i definitely need some sort of administration action taken against her okay uh, that was just egregiously wrong and and my mouth was dropped from about now she did come back later on her Twitter account, and she did apologize and acknowledge her mistake, and um, um, she, um, her family was trying to teach her the difference between, mm. between. so like, I give her that. She ain't like, and, and, and I'm being completely jovial with this, y'all, okay? We're
1: not serious, we're yeah, not serious. I'm being
2: completely jovial, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I need some sort of accountability taken on the part of Miss Isawarie. There's some
1: mistakes you don't make on TV. Like, it's
2: just, it's just and, and she was so confident she was, with this I'm talking about Hey, they went off of that segment. She was like, yeah, I did that. Yeah. That, was, that was great. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and, and the whole audience is just like, no. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got.
0: Miss, I'll take jabs at you on Twitter later because I, I, I like to send some Uh So, uh, <laughs> Kaz, you had any uh, shout outs? Not this week. You don't want to be a part I, of it? I gotta
1: say something, man. I'm disappointed. I'm so, I'm so disappointed. I didn't get to see you Saturday, bro. Ooh, uh, man, it's
0: been a, just a rough, long week. I, I so wanted to go out. You
1: asked wife, I talked so, about. Let me explain why to everybody who may not know. So, for for old people, you know, you'll you know, know about this. So, MC Certs was supposed to perform at Crown That's Station. The white guy, right? Yeah, yeah. He was, he was supposed to perform at Crown no, Station. Not just any white guy? Right, third, right. third base. Third base, yeah. The one that like, by Missy Hammer? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. One of them. <laughs> one of them, guy. yeah. So, he was supposed to perform at Crown Station Saturday. And our very own producer, Kaiser Sose, was going to be an opening act, but the show got canceled. Yeah, right. And I'm very disappointed yes. I get to see. So.
2: Yeah. I'll just say y'all know rule 1080.
1: Some people are Industry, shady. people are shady. I'm not, I'm
2: not talking about search, but
0: just that, it just happens like that. I've been doing shows for a decade
2: now and sometimes this happens, you know, because uh, the idea with producers and, and artists and bring the accent, it's, it's a tough fine
0: balancing act. So uh, yeah, I'm disappointed that I didn't get to meet search I was a big
1: third and fifth baseman as a kid, but uh, it's all right. Ne- next time, man. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. All right.
0: Thank you guys for watching, and uh, wobbity, wobbity, drop it like it's high. All right. oh, wow. See y'all next time. <laughs> <laughs>